Hey gorgeous, welcome to the Bernadette Jackson podcast, where we are redefining how the world views women with daddy issues by discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insights all from the perspective of a fatherless daughter. I'm your host, Bernadette, the creator of Her Way Relationship Intensive and your favorite fear investigator. If this is your first time here, here's what I want you to know. The fear of abandonment and rejection is the lens through which fatherless daughters do most things. It informs how they show up in every relationship. Most fatherless daughters are operating in the fear of abandonment cycle and they don't even know it. Each week, I focus on a topic that highlights how fear shows up in our lives, either through conversations with others or deep dives into the insights that I have. If you'd like to know if you're on the fear of abandonment cycle, go to BernadetteJackson.com slash FOA cycle and take my free assessment. Again, that's BernadetteJackson.com forward slash FOA cycle. Hey, y'all. I have been on a quest to operate in full authenticity since I prioritized healing from my father loss. And it has been a really interesting journey for me. Authenticity takes practice. You don't just wake up one day and decide you will now be your most authentic self. It takes practice. It takes intention. It takes a willingness to upset the status quo. It takes vulnerability and it takes a shift in mindset. Authenticity starts with the questions that you ask yourself. Who am I? Who do I want to be? And how will I show up in between? Let's start with who am I? This is a simple question. However, it is one that stumps many of us. As an introvert, I absolutely hated being asked this question or the favorite cousin to this question, So tell me about yourself because it always made me feel like I had to choose between the different versions of myself. If I highlighted the version of myself that I was with the people that I felt most comfortable with, then the person I was answering would expect that from me right away. If I highlighted the more reserved nature that I have, I get responses that always lean towards encouraging me to be more adventurous. It was always a tug of war in my head before I settled on an answer reminiscent to something that I would give on a job interview. (laughs) That was always my default. What I began to realize as I got to know myself more is that this question is less about what I say and more about how I decide to show up. I became more comfortable telling people exactly where I was on my journey instead of thinking that I needed to show up perfectly. I embraced my flaws more. I spoke about them and I shared stories. What I began to notice is that doing that took the pressure off of me to give a performative response and made the practice of authenticity feel less like a chore. And when I think about who I want to be, it immediately brings to mind my desire to be the woman of my own dreams. I'm a huge advocate for self-discovery because I believe that that is the beginning 
of everything. However, a big part of self-discovery is self-evaluation. And that's the part that I believe scares some people. It takes guts to uproot behaviors, past hurts, feelings, grudges, unforgiveness, and traumatic events that have been carefully weaved into the fabric of who you are because once those things are uprooted, there are holes that are left behind. And if you are not filling them with healing practices, support from a loving community, and self-nurturing, you just begin to resent the fact that you started this excavation practice. Here's the thing. In order to get to the person that you want to be, you can't skip this step. It will require you to take inventory of exactly who you are in order to realistically understand the work required to get to the person you want to be. And that brings me to the third question. How will I show up in between? The in-between is where authenticity lives. I'm going to say that again. The in-between is where authenticity lives. It's where the practice begins. It's where you need to make the decision daily to show up as exactly who you are in the moment with the understanding that it's okay to be where you are. It's where you acknowledge how far you've come and how much work you still have left to do. It's where you put down the idea that your worth and value is attached to your perfection. The in-between is the sweetest part of your story. It gives those closest to you the chance to witness you making discoveries, healing, failing forward, adjusting, and learning to truly love yourself through it all. Don't hide the in-between because that's where true authenticity lives. There are three things that I practice in order to make sure that I'm being my most authentic self. And I wanna share those things with you. Before we get back into this week's goodness, I wanna invite you to join my private Facebook community, Her Coalition. I make it my business to create safe spaces for fatherless daughters to learn, grow, and heal, and her coalition does just that. We go deeper into conversations about the things that we discuss here on the podcast. I teach a new topic weekly, we share stories, and we just support and love each other. It's a space I wish I had growing up when I was clueless about how my fatherlessness affected me and yearning for a deeper connection but I was just too paralyzed with the fear of rejection. Healing happens in community with like-minded and like-hearted people, and I would love to be in community with you. So join Her Coalition at BernadetteJackson.com forward slash community. The ladies of Her Coalition get to choose the topic of weekly discussions, they get exclusive access to events and first dibs on all that my brand has to offer. So again, join me in her coalition at BernadetteJackson.com forward slash community. Number one on the list for me is that I check in with myself. I ask myself how I feel about something, not what I expected 
not what is expected, not what I believe will be the most palatable, but what I really feel about something. Despite my fear that my authenticity may not be received well, I operate in it anyway. What I have found is that nine times out of 10, what I feared would happen did not. So check in with yourself. Ask yourself how you feel about something. Do you really want to do what was requested? Do you feel comfortable? Does this set you back? Does this really bring you joy? Do you feel at peace? Take a beat and gently probe yourself until you find the truth of how you feel about what's happening right now, whatever it is. The more you do this, the easier it will become to recognize how you feel instead of instinctually doing what you believe is expected of you. When you zero in on how you feel, honor it. The second thing I do is I surround myself with people who celebrate my authenticity. This is a true game changer for me. I have had so many relationships that felt transactional that I didn't realize until much later that relationships weren't supposed to be like that. The minute I got into relationships that were relational, reciprocal, and celebrated who I was just as I was, I understood what I had been missing. I cannot tell you how wonderful it is to bring the fullness of who I am to my relationships and find love, support, understanding, encouragement, and accountability instead of emotional unavailability, manipulation, control, and transactional thinking. And I want that for you. I really do. Vulnerability is the third thing that I practice to make sure that I'm my most authentic self. This is the hardest of the three for me because Vulnerability is something that I swore off for years as a weakness that I would not allow myself to have. And so the practice of it now is both foreign and terrifying for me. And that's actually really vulnerable for me to say to you. But I do it anyway. I practice vulnerability anyway. I, of course, practice it where I feel safe because vulnerability everywhere and with everyone isn't wise, but I think you get my meaning. Everyone I am vulnerable with has earned the right to my full, unadulterated story, and I, even when I'm scared, share it. It keeps me from slipping into my tendency to want to be perfect and gives me a witness to my journey to becoming the woman that I want to be. I hope that this episode spoke to you because a huge part of creating the types of relationships with others that you really want is that you're going to have to show up authentically to get it. You will never experience what you truly yearn for by trying to be perfect, by trying never to make any mistakes, and by not allowing people to see who you really are. I encourage you to practice these steps or to come up with some that feel more like your own. But doing these things is going to help you to be your most authentic self. Remember, authenticity takes practice 
and you deserve amazing relationships. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.